0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tools They Use podcast. On today's feature, episode 42, we have a guest on again. We have Mark Champagne join us today to discuss mental fitness. Now, we're going to be talking about how you can use mental fitness to really boost your productivity. We're going to be talking about how journaling really affects stuff, how routines um, really can make a massive impact on our day. Um, So hopefully this topic really covers... The, the general aspects of life. Um, Mark is uh, the creator of an application called kayo uh, which is a digital journal, so he is going to have a lot of knowledge around this topic, uh, and I'm quite excited to be chatting with him today. So today, let's talk with Mark Champagne. Welcome, Mark. Uh, where are you joining us from?
1: Uh, thank you. Um, it's, it's really excited to be here. I'm joining you uh, across the, the ocean in Toronto, Canada.
0: Oh, lovely! Is it is it sunny there today, or a bit gloomy? It, it's uh, there's
1: some beautiful blue, sunny skies, but it's frigid. Let's just say,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd love to go there one day. It's meant to be uh, really fantastic. Um, have you ever been over to the UK? I have a couple times, uh, and,
1: and it was most recently there uh, last year, which was a really, really great experience. Um, I was. Uh, a typical tourist, though, I mean, I did the Mini Cooper tour around the city, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> Having a Mini wow. Cooper myself, uh, personally, it was great to get in one of the, you know, original cars and just rip around the town.
0: I've never heard of that. That sounds, pro- that sounds awesome. It's, it felt like we were in
1: Italian job, essentially, the movie, just flying down narrow oh. streets. And um, yeah, I highly recommend it to anyone um yeah
0: I might want to do it gee that sounds good and obviously uh you're joining us today uh, to chat a bit about mental fitness a bit about mental uh about about the topic of journaling as well because obviously um I think it'd be great if you introduce a bit of your work with Kaio as well and obviously uh, a bit about yourself too that'd be fantastic
1: yeah totally it's um so it's we always get this it's it's kyo, Kyle, kyo i don't it's regardless as long as someone's saying the k in there it's uh it's kiyo and 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 the 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 meaning behind the name is it's the Japanese word for today so when we set out to to bring uh on the market, the whole idea was how can we help people slow down and prioritize their mind today and you know not worry about yesterday not worry about the the future but like right now how can you get the most out of the out of the present moment Um, because you know a a practice like journaling comes loaded with a lot of different stereotypes and it's uh, I often get it's like oh it's the 12 year old girl writing her diary about the boy at school which there's nothing wrong with that but that's not necessarily what we set out to create with with the app it was um, it was created on the realization that, I mean, we're, we're doing this in podcast form. So it didn't matter what podcast I was listening to. At the time, there was a lot of Tim Ferriss' interviews and Kevin Rose and some of Oprah's podcasts. And the consistent was always that all the guests always had really powerful, reflective questions that they were asking themselves. And I'd be writing those down and, and then using another app to, to paste them in and, and, and start Um, my own reflection you know, that day or the next morning when I was prioritizing um, my mental fitness, I'm like, there's got to be a better way to do this. And uh, that's the simple story of of how it started. It's like, how can you combine the world of content that we have um, with some sort of digitally guided practice to make this accessible? Because we're not inventing questions. We're not inventing the practice. It's literally been around for thousands of years. We're just trying to contextualize what this is, and show that you know all the people that we're we're looking to for guidance and you know understanding into their story on how they got to where they're they're at, um, have a, a reflective practice like this. So, how can we make it accessible to to people around the world? So that's the story of Keo, um, and 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 my story is, I mean, obviously uh, closely tied to that. Um, I've been working on it for the last couple of years. I. Co-founded the company with uh, with my brother-in-law and and partner Suneesh Shah. We've got a small team working on this, about six internal. Um, before this, I spent you know ten or twelve years in a completely different industry in the pharmaceutical world, um, always working in in mental health in some capacity. We had obviously uh, quite a different uh, story from uh, you know medication to more of a holistic approach. So. It's been an interesting transition but um, it's been fantastic I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it in for the world
0: yeah no it's, it, it sounds really exciting and obviously the app is um, so is it, a very interesting experience because you can actually I, I believe in the app you can copy uh, other people's uh, methodologies in terms of their their crib sheets for questions right
1: yeah the whole app is really centered around Questions or prompts, and the idea being that you know there's a lot of templated print journals out there, a lot lot of gratitude type lists, and and these are awesome. The 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 issue I always had with these is that they they become very repetitive, and you know as our life evolves, so do the questions in our lives. So and, and that's what I was finding with by listening to you know all these different podcasts and reading the different books like you pick up different parts of those stories based on where you're at in your life. Again, coming back to the word today. So how can we provide an experience that evolves with the person? And we're doing that through the questions. And you know, Some of the questions we're providing as a company, but for the most part they're coming from our podcast guests or they're coming from um, experts in different fields in, in, in terms of a reflective pack where we have 10 questions uh, related to that topic and again, it's it's not loaded full of meditation teachers and yoga instructors, even we have that, but it's just to show that all walks of life and all different people and industries have these practices. So we have uh, Michelin Star chefs in there. We have you know award-winning designers and writers and technologists and you know just a, a whole host of different people just to hopefully. You know, find that one person that's like ah, I can resonate with that person's story because that's that's kind of my world, right? And that's our goal. If we can just stimulate a bit of reflection in a person's day to, to help pull them off the autopilot, um, then we've done our job. And the whole idea is is these are quick hits of reflection. I mean, I use I I'm in the app maybe three to five minutes uh, per day. Like it's not a long. Process. I mean, sometimes, you know, I'll do a little bit longer and do some like visualization practices and stuff and answer those type of questions. But for the most part, on average, it's just a really quick hit to either process worry or um, be grateful of something or set up the day, you know, to just be as prepared or as mentally ready as, as possible.
0: It sounds it sounds fantastic, and and I've had to play around with it, and it's uh, really in, in engaging, definitely for sure. And um, obviously, you find a, a lot of people that um, need this application in terms of uh, being able to address that. And and how have you found? Because um, over the last couple of years, this there's this almost been this like work epidemic of. The landscape has been you know we're on big tread wheels, we're overworking ourselves. How have you found um that the app has helped those specific people?
1: That's a great question because I feel like we're in a big shift right now in that sense, like our parents, I think grew up in more of the world of it's like a badge of honor to put in the forty or sixty hour work weeks. Um, and just grind as as hard as possible with the mentality and and I get it because it was it was also a different world. It was a very physical world or the jobs were very physical, and at least what i 've heard a lot over and over is that okay you you know you put in your time, you retire, and then like that 's that 's when you you know you let the body rest and heal and do the things you want to do, whereas I feel like you know. The world has changed a bit I mean, those jobs still exist but we're shifting a, definitely a lot into more of a mental fatigue and you can't wait until uh, a retirement situation to give your your mind some space and some some healing so I think there's a big shift happening in in, in that perspective the work is is changing but then also just with technology and you know, we're a part of that technology. We're we're obviously trying to leverage the benefits of tech and and help people form healthy relationships with technology, but the whole idea that we're we're nailed full of notifications, full of notifications and um, content like non nonstop is a real big problem, right? Like mm-hmm. it just we have no time to to rest. And in the past when we were um, using sleep to heal like that was enough but it's no longer enough so I feel like you know meditation journaling the the different yoga practices um, they're all just helping us you know really recharge the body and the mind
0: Mm, definitely and and one thing that you said there that was quite interesting was the fact that we do follow suit in these you know 40 hour 50 hour 60 hour weeks uh, that our parents have done and and of course, how that we've done as well too. Um, and obviously that is changing, but do you have any like advice for anyone that is looking at that model and and maybe has it stuck in their mind as the model that only works? Because it is hard to break away from those sorts of routines, isn't it? Yeah,
1: totally. And I think the easiest way is, and, and I'm seeing this shift as well Is you know, for anyone that's been on an airplane, you hear, we all hear the same message all the time before takeoff. It's, please put on your oxygen mask first before helping others. And it resonates with me because at the end of the day, like if you get really practical about it, if you lose your mind or physical health, let's say in, in one hour, you're, you're going to completely be, do, you know, um, completely lost of that ability in, in both those, those capacities. Like what's left? right? Like you can't, you can't go to work. You can't be there for your family. Like there's nothing left there. Right. Um, so that's where I, I, I feel like there's a, there's a big realization coming, um, globally to the, to that fact that we have to prioritize our health. Um, you know, it benefits us, but then it exponentially benefits the rest of the world through our work and through our, our mindset, like all of that. Our, our whole purpose is if we can help you know, calm and unlock one mind, then the odds of that person going on to doing great work and, you know, having a great mission and, and being involved in charitable, you know, uh, uh, programs and things like that are just exponentially higher than someone that's getting up and just fighting through the day, every day, mm-hmm. right? So that's, I think that's where things are starting to, um, or I should say, I think that's a, a perspective to, to help adopt um, a practice like this.
0: Yeah, that's some, that's some good advice there. And and obviously, like um, the application. Obviously, there's a lot of focus in journaling in it. But I, I don't know whether it's um, me, but I, I see that there's a lot of focus in the the mental health space, at least, about meditation. And of course, meditation has its many benefits. But I don't think there's as much being said about journaling. Um, and I, I've seen some reports. Uh, and, and science, uh, some studies that show that journaling is actually mm-hmm. can be more effective than meditation. Have you found uh, some of the scientific benefits of journaling to have, have it, it tempted a lot of people into using the app?
1: Uh, I would say so. I mean, there's no doubt uh, a huge crossover in probably our audience in the app that are already meditating um, but I think both go hand in hand. I, I always say that, you know, the journaling space in general is probably two years behind where meditation is right now in terms of mainstream awareness and adoption. Um, and I, I think it's, it, 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 it's just, it's simple. I mean, like you've got some really big meditation apps out there, like the headspace and comms of the world. And, you know, even calm just raised $100 a hundred million dollars about a, a billion dollar valuation, which is the first time, uh, you know, I'm doing air quotes right now that we have a unicorn in the wellness space or mind tech space, I, I should say. So, and this is good for for all of us, right? Because this is now there's some significant investment in our in our health, which is which is super exciting. Um, I think where journaling will become where it'll become really interesting, and I'm already starting to see this is that with meditation. People know the benefits. It's being talked about more right now. There's just more attention, more media. But I think what holds some people back is that we have a busy day and you have to carve out, or at least people think you have to carve out, you know, fifteen or thirty minutes out of your day to, you know, set up that practice. And for some people that's that's super hard, right? To get started. Where the journaling aspect, or at least what we're trying to show, is that like I said earlier in the conversation, it literally could be, you know, a two or three minute thing, mm. which is a little bit more manageable. And and even even on our side, where yeah, we have the app, but we have the podcast, and we do have some print material coming as well. Like the app came out of a, a scratch your own itch scenario, where like I was personally frustrated uh, frustrated with what was out there. But our our company purpose is really to stimulate reflection. Period. Whether that's on an app through this conversation, you know, bringing you to uh, a friend in, in person, but just how do we stop and slow down and just think a little bit, right? And give give some space to our mind, just like we do physically when we want to go for a run or spend some time at the gym and and train our our body. It's like how can we get people thinking like that for your mind as well? So I, I'm I'm excited because I I really do think. I just there's no way that a practice like this won't really become mainstream given the amount of people like the Tim Ferriss of the world that are all doing this mm. right so it, you know now it's our job and and again it's a it's a practice that's been around for years and years so it's not the practice it's really how can we change the the narrative or the conversation of what it is and how people how people can make it accessible in their daily life. And if we can do that, then I really do see a world where mental fitness is, is the norm, just like physical fitness. And that includes journaling, meditation, and, and breath work, or like whatever works for you, right? But just taking time on a daily basis to um, focus on your mind.
0: Yeah and I, I agree with you there and echo all of that because I do think you're right that the journaling space is is going to be slowly growing and and I definitely think that most of the other areas will be pulled together and it's definitely beneficial uh for the likes of productivity for sure um I I just like to ask you as well like how we, what what advice would you give someone in terms of like if they're trying to adopt something like this in their their daily routine um what advice would you give someone that wants to be able to, you know, use this technique and make sure they carve the right time for them.
1: I think is 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 the easiest thing to do is to take a look at your your daily routine and and determine whether trying something like this in the morning or end of day would be the most appropriate or the most or or you know setting yourself up for the the, the most probability of success. I mean, I'm biased to the morning and I think, I, I don't know what the stat would be, but I would say 80% plus um, do think do, do these type of practices in the morning for the simple fact that if you get up before others are getting up, you're not distracted. And I think the other huge benefit is that you set off the day on a really great frame of mind um, that no one can take from you. Whereas, you know, you, when you wait to the end of the day, like, like life happens, right? So um, it's a little bit harder, but that being said, I mean, figure out what works for you and then just start with one question. And for the morning it, it, you know it could be what would make today great? and, and that's it. like focus on one thing. Um, maybe it's reviewing your calendar. like for, for me it's it's typically around you know bringing the right amount of energy for things like this and passion uh, and I know what you know what's coming up. pick one thing. Um, it's it's so powerful when you actually either write that down or even just think it right. Like okay, this is this is what I'm going to bring to the table for this conversation, for example. And then if it's end of day, um, it it could be you know just as simple like what was the best part of the day? What made me smile today? Simple questions, but it just again it, what it does is it breaks up that autopilot from you. You know, rushing through whatever your morning or your evening routine is, going to bed, waking up, and then just rinse and repeat. It stops that cycle. Um, And if someone wants to even, you know, back it up even further and just try it once a week, something that is so powerful is if you take, if you block out, you know, 10 or 15 minutes on a Friday afternoon and you know pick a time that you know it's not like you're trying to rush out from work or you're going to be jammed in meetings but you know pick a consistent time for me that's around 4 p.m and I just ask a couple questions to myself it's what again what was the best part of the week and what would I have changed about the week because it's amazing how much happens in in a a five-day work week right Mm -hmm. and we often have a lot of the answers to our own questions, and you know we actually don't need to buy all the self-help books. Like we we see if we just stopped and, and you know took some time to think about what developed over the week and how we maybe would have shifted things or what we learned about uh, ourselves that week. It goes so far, and that's a great way that again now you're breaking
0: up the week, right? it's brilliant um yeah i mean that's really great actionable advice i think um is obviously like for your own routine you mentioned then that you you, you obviously try your best to do some of these routines in your, in every single day um what are the things i know you mentioned that you do some boxing too uh what are the things that you have you found beneficial mm-hmm. for um getting a bit of you know uh mental uh fitness going i guess
1: sure uh, for me, it's the the practices actually shift and they, they evolve. I'm always trying different things. What what doesn't shift is me prioritizing, and this is me again, having done a practice like this for over 12 years. Um, I, I have at least an hour every morning, uh, usually around six o'clock, six to seven o'clock uh, where I'm doing something in this realm. Um, journaling is obviously a big piece, but one day might be there might be meditation in there, or even just reading something um, that is you know is mentally stimulating. Something I've been doing a lot of, and someone that seems to be all over the the internet these days is Wim Hof uh, breathing exercises. That's something that's fascinating. If people search search his method, um, you'll feel immediate physical results doing his breathing exercises. Um, so that's something I've been playing with as well and then the boxing um that's that's right after that i always you know try to get to the gym um and even do like 15 20 minutes of of physical activity and i just feel like when i leave um the morning in that state like i already feel like i'm in a flow state and ready to take on whatever is about to come because you i can guarantee there'll be highs and lows each day but at least if i have that morning Part to myself um I'm, I'm i'm set up for that
0: i love that that sounds like a really good set of activities there to to really kick you off um, and of course mark it's been amazing having you and all of your insights on mental mental health and mental fitness where can everyone find you after this podcast
1: yeah i mean it's easy to find me just uh my name mark champagne same as the bubbly uh, mark with a c you'll you'll find me on all the socials but you can find Keo. Our, our handle is just KYO app uh, on again all, on all the socials uh, we're in the Apple App Store right now so just type KYO uh, for all the UK listeners we've been half of the day out there so we've, we've got a lot of people from the UK which we're super proud about um, and we're working on an Android version as well so stay tuned uh, for that.
0: Ah, brilliant well it's been awesome having you on and uh i look forward to Everin enjoying some of your tips so thank you mark and uh i hope you have a fantastic rest of the day
1: same to you thank you have the uh absolute best day yet cheers man